Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Appendix B, private retreat notes. 1959 continued. Eleventh day, with Mary, the mother of sorrows. Aim, to spend the day in union with the sorrows of Jesus and Mary in order to strengthen my resolutions. Examination, my desire to die to the world and to self-love. Mother adds, I have a keen, great, and deep desire to be nothing to the world and the world to be nothing to me. Do I keep my rule number 88? This rule tells me to love humility so earnestly that I may accept humiliation readily, even with joy. Mother answers, yes. Do I receive correction and admonition in the spirit of faith, without excuse or complaint? Mother writes, when sisters say harsh and hurtful things, I feel sorry for them. But personally, I feel very happy. Am I ready to accept suffering out of love for Jesus and Mary? Mother answers, yes. Humility holds a great grip on my soul. I don't think I am humble, for I am convinced of my smallness and nothingness. But I long to be meek and humble of heart, like Jesus' heart is. I don't know for how many years I have tried to make my own this meekness and humility of the heart of Jesus. Up to now, nothing. Readings. Book of Isaiah, chapter 53, Imitation of Christ, Book 3, chapter 19. Any passage from the Passion of Christ, New Testament. Reflection for the day. O my people, what have I done to you? Mother concludes, Thank you, Father. You have helped me. I am determined to become a saint of the Sacred Heart, meek and humble. Ask Jesus for one grace only, to give me the smiling face of a child. The darkness maybe is deeper, the loneliness harder, but I want it to be so because it is his holy will. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us.
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is this rule number 88? Well, it's part of the rules of the missionaries of charity. And Father Picacci was asking the sisters to use that rule as part of their examination of conscience. As the retreat was coming to an end, he wanted them to spend this day with Our Lady of Sorrows. He wanted them to contemplate the sorrow of Jesus and the sorrow of Mary so that they would die to the world and to their self-love. What does 88 have to do with it? Well, rule number 88 says this. Let the sisters love humility so earnestly that they may accept humiliation readily and even with joy. Therefore, they shall receive correction and admonition in the spirit of faith without excuse or complaint. Humility involves subjecting oneself to God and subjecting oneself to those whom God has placed in one's life in his place. Humility involves self-knowledge, knowing our lowliness, knowing our nothingness, knowing our weakness, knowing our infinite distance from God, yes. But humility is not the same thing as self-knowledge. Self-knowledge is the condition for humility. But humility is really a matter of the heart, not a matter of the head. The heart depends on the head. The will depends on the intellect. But humility is that readiness, that willingness to submit oneself to God. It's the opposite of pride. Pride is a desire, an excessive desire for one's own excellence. And humility restrains that desire. Humility restrains that earnest desire for one's own excellence. It holds it back so that we only go after the things, we only want the things that are truly proper to us. In relation to whom? To God. Humility makes us want to be where God has placed us. And if we stand in need of correction, if we stand in need of admonition, being warned, then we want to live in a spirit of faith. That if these come, if these corrections and admonitions come, and if everything happens through God's providence, and if I need those things and I receive them, instead of being proud and complaining, instead of being like Eve and Adam and making excuses, oh, the woman you gave me, she gave it to me, or the snake, he made me do it. No, no, we want to accept these humiliations because we need them. We need to be given instruction. We need to be corrected because we make lots of mistakes. Or we would make lots of mistakes. And so when God takes an interest in us and he gives us these corrections, even if they're through instrumental means, that is, our superiors in some way, our pastors, our family members who are in somehow have responsibility for us, some kind of 
religious communities, some kind of prayer group, some kind of lay organization. When someone who has responsibility for our souls and our lives from God gives us one of these, we want in faith to see the hand of God and we want to see these things as helping us. At least what we don't want to do is make an excuse. St. Philip Neri says, very rarely, very rarely, there are times when we need to say something, but very rarely should we make an excuse. We should accept these things. We shouldn't complain. We shouldn't get our consolation by later going behind the back of the one who corrected us and getting back at them. We shouldn't make a big deal of, oh, indirectly, you know, indirectly talking about the situation, trying to get some consolation. No, our consolation has to come from Jesus and Mary. But notice Mother. Mother was not only not making excuses. Mother was not only not complaining. She wanted her sisters to accept the humiliation with joy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.